This is SG2 Perspectives, a conversation with SG2 experts and industry thought leaders about the biggest trends in healthcare and what we expect that's going to mean for the future of healthcare delivery. We're always looking for new ideas and topics from our listeners, so please reach out, share your ideas. You can email us at sg2perspectives at sg2.com or connect with us on LinkedIn or Twitter, and you can find links to all that in the show notes. Now, on to this week's episode. When we first started discussing this concept, there were a few senior executives that looked at myself and our CEO like we were crazy. And I think in today's very dynamic healthcare place, chief strategy officers need to be out seeking unicorns. I just think it helps. We're in a very dynamic period right now. Welcome to SG2 Perspectives. I'm your host, Trevor Durin, and we have a great story to share today. Joining me are Drew Rector, who's the Chief Strategy Officer from Health First in Central Florida, and Mike Flamini, who's the Senior Vice President of Business Development with Privia Health. These two organizations have a relatively new partnership designed to bring Privia's expertise in technology and value-based care to create a new physician alignment model for Health First. And I see this as a common problem that so many health systems are facing, and that's why I invited Drew and Mike here to discuss how they came together, what they learned in the process, and what they hope this new model can achieve. So I'm really appreciative that they're here to share their story. Thank you both. Thank you, Trevor. Thanks, Trevor. So, Drew, I'll go to you first. Can you paint the landscape of where Health First was before you started to work with Privia? What were some of the strategic priorities that you were trying to tackle? What was going on in the market? Why was a new physician alignment model the right answer to those challenges? Yeah, Trevor. So we implemented Privy in our organization in August of 2019. Let's go back into 2017. And our organization is located mostly in one county, at least our four hospitals are and 450 physician provider medical group. And then we have a health plan that's about a third of our revenue and 100,000 plus lives. We recognized that the landscape A was going to change for our health plan and that we needed to really focus on growing it. It was our scale strategy rather than acquiring other hospitals. When I first came to Health First in 2012, we were the only non-for-profit health system in the state that had an HMO license. So we were unique. We needed to have increased engagement with our private practice physicians and understanding that we were not going to employ all of those physicians ever, but we really wanted to be aligned with them, have them in the network, bring them value-based payment, That journey through some outside assistance sent us on a path to seek a partner or building an MSO for our local physicians to include ours. That's where we started around 2017 time is recognizing that we needed those capabilities and we needed a different structure to align with physicians into a group without walls bigger than our medical group. Mike, I'm sure you've heard that problem, that challenge from other health systems before. Talk about the previous side, introduce Privia, who you are and what you do and how you kind of fit in with Health First needs. Thanks, Trevor. Privia back in 2017 was several years into our business. And think of Privia as a physician platform, one in which we give private practice physicians who really want to remain in private practice another option, whereas traditionally they might go join the hospital as an employed doctor. They might go join the big multi-specialty group in their community. But what we found is that most private practice, particularly primary care, 
are in small groups. They want to be small business owners. They like making the decisions in their office about the services that they provide and the types of patients that they want to treat, et cetera. And so we saw a big unmet need as you look across the country. There really weren't many options available for these physicians to remain private. So we started our model back in 2014. And several years in, we had expanded across multiple different states. With great success, we seem to have found a way to replicate the Trivia model once we go into a state. And we work very closely with health systems in, in the communities where our doctors have their practices. And when we got the call from Drew and the team at Health First, we were intrigued by the opportunity to sit down and think creatively about a model that could both support and grow the enterprise that his organization has with their physicians, plus other private practice physicians in what we think is a really novel model at the time. But now we think it applies to many health systems as we've had the benefit of being able to speak to them about their needs as well. Well, Drew, why don't you start with giving us some of the basics of the partnership? Are there shared goals and metrics? What are some of the key pieces of expertise that Privia brings? I'll start with a little bit on what we were seeking out of the relationship when we first met them. So when we started our discussion, we recognized we wanted an MSO. We had spoken to a a few other ones, nothing nearly as sophisticated as Privia. But we wanted to grow our primary care base within our county, either employed or independent, and give those physicians an option which Privy is very strong at recruiting. So besides us recruiting or outside recruiters, they brought that to the table. We needed a new EHR at the time, electronic health record. We had had centricity and Privy is on Athena as a foundation. And then they have all their own proprietary applications on top of it that's built and owned by Privia that really helps with with population health, which flows into we wanted technology that put population health, true population health at risk premium in our primary care physicians fingertips and throughout the offices. And then lastly, we wanted it scalable. So not only in our county, but our insurance license has no walls within the state of Florida. And if we had a partner with an MSO that had the tools and capability, we could transport that to other communities. So we started there, and I think that was a very good fit with Privia. That aligned very well with their tools, their platforms. And then as we look at shared metrics, we have a very good operational team that's a joint between the two organizations. That's on workflow, that's on WRVUs, that's on our population health is probably our best story on how our physicians are increasingly at risk over two years and the best outcomes that our health plan has seen since inception of 1996 because of the work that Privia has done in those areas. When we were evaluating Privia, we went to one of their offices in Houston where they have a high percentage of their revenue is basically at risk. And it was some of our health plan people that came back and said, it's a combination of really three things. That's the secret sauce with Privia. It is the culture that they're managing a population. It's the incentives they give to the physicians and the staff around that. And then it's the workflows that include the Athena EHR with their built on, but also other processes. And the three of those together get in synergy. And that's how you really do a good job with providing a great service, great outcome at a lower cost to our health plan members. Mike? 
on the front end of our business, I think we solve for a challenge that is complex and costly for a lot of organizations, particularly those that are moving towards some kind of risk model, which is the technology layer. And oftentimes we see in CINs or ACOs that they'll have hundreds of doctors participating and their challenge is to figure out how to work across 25, 50, 100 different EMRs so that they can do the reporting, they can measure the quality scores, they can push and pull data back and forth between these disparate technology systems. Privia doesn't have that challenge since all of our providers are running off of the same workflows, same data warehouse, same reporting infrastructure, same quality scores. As we've been able to demonstrate the single technology solution on the ambulatory side with Health First, and as we've been out now talking with other health systems about how Privia and, and they can partner around this, we also recognize that not every health system you know, wants to move on to Privia's ambulatory platform, that they've made major investments in big technologies that they have integrated on both the inpatient and outpatient side. We know our model is flexible enough to allow them to continue to run their operations on their legacy technology with the health system and that our technology will be used for the private practice physicians. And then we are finding ways that we're integrating between our single stack for the private practice physicians and whatever stack the health system has for their employed physicians. Oh, that's a good point. And Michael, kick it back to you. Talk a little about the day-to-day. Is Privia intentionally behind the scenes and just the technology or you and Health First coming to the table together and how you work with and talk about incentives and talk about care management with physicians? It's really a partnership where we are doing that together, letting Health First really take advantage of the expertise that Privia has in working directly with physicians, in educating physicians in terms of these value-based models of care, the training that the physicians and their teams go through. We're always careful to do that in partnership with our friends at Health First, but very much believe we can add the most value if we're working at the elbow of those physicians, which means that we have to have their trust. Part of that trust will come through the partnership that we have and the leadership that Drew and his colleagues provided Health First. Part of that trust comes from those doctors being able to see the results that we've had in other markets and know that we're going to help them get there. Part of it comes from speaking to other Privia physicians around the country and how those models work. But ultimately, those docs have to feel like their willingness to allow us to spend the time with them is going to be paid off when we get into the work of new models of value-based care. Drew, what have you heard from the physician side? What's been their feedback? What's been their experience? The engagement of our physicians, more so collectively as a group and some councils, has gone up exponentially. Before, we were, like many health systems, we were pure WRVU, you know, had a couple small pockets of specialties that we had convinced to do a shared WRVU, but very few willing to do that. And so everybody was kind of just worried about their own self and their own production and and what was going on. And then when Privia came in, both A, they have some national clinical councils that a few of our physicians were on that really piqued the interest of many of our physicians to say they're at a different playing field and looking at things globally. And then when our primary care council got put together for the first time, which we did right before Privia, but now they're really engaged in looking at the population health metrics for our health plan and what they're driving and across other payers. And it's just been an increased level engagement that I hadn't experienced since I've been here. 
if you had a physician group meeting, strategically, we used to have those once or twice a year, you'd get a pretty good attendance. But just on an ongoing month to month, week to week basis, our engagement, because of our relationship with Privy, that allowed us to do things differently than people service WRVU has really changed the game with our physicians. Trevor, on that point, though, I, I do want to be clear that Health First has a really talented administrative team that provides services to their employed physicians. And we had identified with them really from the very first day we started talking that we're not looking to blow that up and disrupt that. These folks understand the doctors. They know the doctors. The doctors also trust them. And I'm talking about things like coding and billing and collections and credentialing process. So we've developed a complementary model where that Health First team continues to provide those services to the Health First physicians. We're here for them where we can help on best practices and and both organizations are learning from each other to make the processes work even better. Thanks for talking about one of those behind the scenes things that's made it really work. Executing on increasingly big and complex partnerships is becoming really important to healthcare provider strategy and to CSO's work like yours. Drew, why is each other a good partner? And Mike, maybe I'll go back to you first. What's going to be essential to continue to make this work? Even before we went live in this partnership, we spent a long time together, our leadership teams, our operating teams, getting to know each other, doing a lot of game theory on all of the things that may happen that we just can't necessarily anticipate in advance of going live and starting to talk about those different scenarios so that if they did come up, we would have a path forward, how to think about that and process those things together. I love scenario planning. I hope you guys had a global pandemic scenario when you um, when you when you map it out. Tricky timing, but I'm glad you're both still happy with how it's gone. Uh, Drew, anything to add to that? Yeah, going back from the beginning, and I'm going to talk about where Privius sits in our organization today a little bit culturally. When we first started discussing this concept, there were a few senior executives that looked at myself and our CEO like we were crazy. And I think in today's very dynamic healthcare place, chief strategy officers need to be out seeking unicorns. I just think it helps. We're in a very dynamic period right now. Some of our senior executives in our organization are like, are, are we really going to do this? We're going to outsource certain functions. We're going to partner with someone. And then when our medical group, I don't know if they were a little bit resistant but just a big change. When that install of the EHR occurred, which I spent 10 years in practice management, buying and selling groups, and I don't know how many times I've merged, replaced, or done something with an EHR. It was the smoothest I've ever seen and anybody in our medical group had ever seen. And one of the things I like to teach my leaders is respect is earned, not authorized, right? I can report to you because I have to, but it doesn't mean I have to respect you. Privia earned our medical group's respect through that install. And then our whole team was like, this is a great partnership. These people are awesome. And then it was that certain functions that the health plan did was part of the service from Privia. And we said, health plan, you're not going to do some in this clinical documentation anymore. And you're not going to be responsible for it. You're not going to run exception reports. And Privy is going to do that. And of course, right there, there was some resistance. This isn't us. We have to do this internally. Only we can do it. And then after one year, as the scores came out and they started to see the results, they were like, this is a great value partner. And the team at Privia is of the utmost professionalism. Everybody I've ever met there, high caliber people, but they worked their way through our organization, earning the respect and trust. And now I think universally, because we have a joint venture together, many people say Privia is health first, health first is Privia in our marketplace. We're one. 
that's just a great way that the partnership should be seen in the marketplace. And Drew, we appreciate those comments. And we understand that Health First, this is the first health system that we did a partnership with, and there was definitely a risk that they were taking. They did all of their diligence and felt comfortable, but you never know until you flip the switch. But really, that's how we've built our model. This is an exciting and really positive story. So thanks for sharing it that way. But any lessons learned, any tough moments you want to share? The one that I would like to share and for other health systems, especially non-for-profit health systems, is Privy is a venture-backed organization. And so from a for-profit level also. So when you get into the deal-making, I think that we challenge ourselves to think differently and bend a little bit more than we normally would as a large non-for-profit health system because of the team on the other end of the table. When they're talking about if we end the contract, there's a multiple so many times we had not really seen that before. But they're a different industry. And and that's just something that we had to say that we have to make sure we do our due diligence. And this works out really well. So after the fact is the results and the value is so good. I'm glad that we pushed ourselves. A couple of us in the organization said through the contracting that a lot of health systems wouldn't be willing to bend. But we recognized the value that they could bring and how bad that we needed to bring innovation and self-disruption to ourselves to make ourselves better. So in hindsight, I'm so glad that we learned and we got the experience of contracting with Privia and made us a better organization. And now on the backside, every single thing was worth it, given the partnership and the results we're getting. I think it's true on our end as well. This was the first large not-for-profit organization that we've had to deal with through the development cycle. And so there were certain realities that we had to come to and bend on our side in terms of how we would typically do it. I think we also had to recognize that organizations of that size have a certain culture and a certain model that it takes time for them to work through these kinds of relationships being more patient on our end, really understanding how they go about their own governance and decision-making, put ourselves in their shoes so that we can appreciate that and make sure that as we come out the other end, we've really done our homework as well to understand what goes into those really important decisions. And, And it was unlike anything we had done at the time. Thank you both for sharing so much of the positive and the lessons learned along the way. I really appreciate it. And I expect our listeners will appreciate it too. So Thanks so much for joining today and look forward to talking to you both again soon. Thank you, Trevor. Thanks, Trevor. This has been another episode of SG2 Perspectives. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and don't forget to rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Please connect with us on LinkedIn or Twitter at SG2 Healthcare. You can also reach us via email at sg2perspectives at sg2.com. Reach out and let us know what healthcare trends are most important to you. Please also listen and subscribe to our colleague, Dr. Tom Villanueva's Modern Practice Podcast on Vizian's Medical Leadership Channel. Tom discusses key healthcare trends through the clinical leadership lens. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.